You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hi. Welcome back, guys. We are here. Yeah. <laughs> I would say this is going to be like, it, like not for them, but for me, this is going to be a weird episode because we're wearing headphones for the first time it in is. just a, like, just a, you know, podcast with just us, no guest speakers. And uh, it, like, I'm a mess. <laughs> Charisma is it's, one it's, stop away from yelling for at like the <laughs> last like 15 minutes. Like, can I hear myself? I don't know if I can. Like, messing with volume and stuff. And like, she's just been like looking at me and shaking her it's head. It's so great. One day yeah. we're going to have like behind the scenes camera yes. set up. I really so we do can... want to do um, now, especially, I want to do like a video episode because I want everybody to see how cute my Guardians of the Galaxy headphones are. You need to see how They're cute very she has like <laughs> lipstick on. She put on a face. And I am the Alicia Keys of this podcast. Well, okay. <laughs> My not trying. just lipstick, though, because that's, like, all I know how to do. I, I don't, don't know, know how to do the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do want to wear makeup, it's like I call up one of my friends who's a makeup artist because I have a lot being a photographer for so long. And I'm like, so help me out because I don't know how to eyeshadow. I'm so, telling you. I'm yeah. Alicia Keys. I'm yeah. amazed with my muumuu, my hair yeah. all, hey. like, no oh, makeup man. all the time. That's the I way like I like it. I'm, I'm a fan. Um, so anyways, we kind of wanted to just let you guys know all of the various places that you can listen to us, just in case you haven't checked that out, if you haven't been to our website to see that. So I don't even know them. So Angelica's going to tell you. I'm going to like <laughs> try to tell you all of them because by default, a lot of times um, when you're already set up on iTunes, a lot of places just randomly pick up your feed and that's how we've gotten to a lot of places. But I know specifically, of course, we're on iTunes. We're on Acast. We're on Google Play Podcast. We're on Pocket Cast, which is my favorite podcast listening app for Android, like ever. So if you don't have an app, it's like, I think $3. It's the best. Like, it's my favorite. Um, and then we're going to be on Spotify this week, Yay, <laughs> which Spotify. is awesome. So I'm so excited for that. Um, so pretty much most aggregators for podcasts, we're pretty much on there. I know it's like put us out when we first started, like everywhere. But those are the top like five that I think everyone listens to, especially ACAST, because it's more, I know a lot of Android users use that as well, so. Yeah, and I think that, you know, like you were saying, ACAST is really good for if you're on your phone. Right. And for me, like, I use the iTunes one if yeah. I'm on my phone, because I have an iPhone, and it does work really well. And I know that's a big thing for me, because, like, I do listen to podcasts during the day on my computer, but mm-hmm. it's cha- it can be challenging to find the right fit when you're traveling. Right. So that's why I'm like, I just want to make sure that you guys know so you know where the best place to find us. And, of course, if you are listening to us on iTunes or even if you're not, if you want to head over there and give us a review, we would love you forever. While you're, like, buying new music, yeah. you just open up that podcast tab and you can still, on the home page of the podcast, scroll okay. down to the, you know, Black Voices of Business, um, where we're still featured, by the way, FYI, in case you didn't get that. Um, And you can click on us and you can leave us a rating or review and tell us how, what you think, because we can't go off of no feedback. Yeah, yeah, we love feedback. Yeah, let us know what you want. And sometimes you guys are like um, very like shy about the feedback. Like you might email us, which is great. We still love to hear from you that way or send us private messages. We love to hear that. But if you want to send a review, that's. We maybe that. we'll read. Maybe, maybe we'll read more. them. <laughs> maybe we'll read them on the podcast because yeah, that's cute. That would be awesome. 
Um, and then, so just kind of catching you guys up with like what we're up to as far as the podcast goes. We're getting, you know, ready for the fall season. Um, as you just said, Starbucks decided that it's yeah. fall already. Oh, yeah, Starbucks is like, <laughs> by the way, it's fall. Hi. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, I mean, we're we're already planning, obviously, as far as topics we, we plan we're pulling out till, till February, but um, over the next few months, we're going to be having, we've already booked at least six awesome guest speakers for fall. I think we have a few more that we're um, just waiting for scheduling conflicts to see if they're going to be either fall or winter, but we already have six on the books, which is awesome. And then starting in October, uh, we're going to have some really amazing guest bloggers uh, coming to the website, so to our blog. So we're really, really excited uh, to share their knowledge because they're going to kind of, it's going to be a lot of people that you've heard on the blog before, but they're going to dive a little bit deeper into their uh, subjects. So for example, I know that you guys love Michelle from the Holistic Wallet and uh, she came in and talked about finances. And obviously that's something, obviously, you know, we do, we do handle our finances, right. but we also have professionals who really are focused on that. And she is one of those people so um, she's going to be able to do a more in-depth uh, blog post about finances. I think she's going to do a series for us. So you're not going to want to miss those. Those are going to be yeah. really, really awesome. So that's what we're looking forward to this fall. Yep. And, of course, we're praying that it gets just a little bit colder because it's still sweating weather. Uh, all my <sighs> friends in New York are like, it's 60. I'm like, I hate you guys. I know. I have <laughs> friends that are going up there this next couple of weeks and I'm like living vicariously through yeah. all of you New Yorkers because I want to be there I right now. I to go to like late fall this year so I'm just like counting down the days because it's hot man. I go in it's December hot. and I, I'm like my body's ready for yeah, winter. I'm so ready. So today we're talking about experiencing growth and evolution and I'm so excited because uh, we, we were just talking about how we kind of get to talk about our own businesses and ourselves today. I think a lot of times we talk kind of more just in a General, general yeah uh, you know but now it's it's gonna be it's gonna get real it's gonna get real <laughs> it's a good i and i specifically picked this topic which i never pick topics by the way um <laughs> just specifically because we are at the point where this podcast itself is eight months and i just was on um kelsey's podcast pine pinegate road who was a guest on our podcast talking about podcasting and it's like so crazy to me that i've been we've been podcasting for almost a year so yeah. our businesses have grown so much since yes. we started even talking about the idea of having a podcast so just wanted to talk about it like talk about what we're doing right now and get that out of the way so I can't believe it's been eight months. That's almost like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> we almost made a baby. Oh, my goodness. It's our baby together. And if it was a real life baby, that baby's eating solid food and it right? can almost Amazing. walk or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So kind of getting, jumping right into it. So signs of business growth. Um, I think, you know, obviously one of the ones that's really easy to kind of focus on is finances. You can kind of measure things right. like that. Um, so I know both of us, I think this year have kind of switched up our packaging and like kind of targeted start targeting different clients for me specifically this is also coming up on um where well, we just passed the one year anniversary of me doing consulting full-time did you eat um, a cupcake i didn't <laughs> i was no, like we I need just, to have a party it's just a crazy month so i didn't but yeah so, so it's you know that's so quick oh we've my come, i know and especially because and I mean, anybody who knows me really, really well, like you do, like, you know how long I took before Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it like, felt I'm like... I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Just standing by the pool, like, dipping my toe and in and not going all the way in. And we all pushed you in. And then you guys pushed me in. And so we've already come up on a year of that. And I'm still doing photography, but it's it's very much on the back burner. I just shot... Um, and that's the best part about it. Like, focusing on consulting has made it so that the photography I do 
is exactly what I want. Right. So I just shot an album cover a few weeks ago, and it's like that is something that I don't think I would have done had I not Seriously. had consulting to, to focus on. That's awesome. Um, so I'm more picky and choosy with my photography, and it's it's far and few in between, but uh, I make a lot more money with consulting as well, and mm-hmm. that's that's been amazing. Right. Uh, because... Yeah, because like, I mean, money is yeah, money is great. Like, <laughs> I am a fan of it. I know a lot of times we talk here on the podcast and we say, oh, like you know, it's not all about money. And it's certainly not. It should be about what you love. But you know, I was working kind of with clients uh, in a in a free capacity. I was always that person that people were like, hey, I'm going to pick your brain and you're right. going to help me get my whole life together as far as my business goes. And so it made sense to kind of turn that into a business. And um, one of the things that I did with my consulting company that I never did with photography is that I said, how much money do I want to make? And then I mapped out backwards from right. that. And I had never really, because, you know, photography had been doing it's it for such... so long, I kind of just right. fell into it. And so I never really took the time to say, it was just kind of like, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. It's Whereas so hard to plan to say, out, too, yeah, I feel like. I was like... able to say, like, this is the amount I want, so this is what I'm going to charge specifically. This is how many clients I'm going to target to have a month. And I also planned out, because I knew, like, quality of life-wise, that I wanted to be able to make a certain amount of money and not have to work all the time. Right. So I mapped it out so that if I could have two clients a month and really focus on those clients that I would meet all my financial exactly. goals, which has been fantastic. That's like the best way to live. Um, I think finance is the reason why we, we chose as number one. Number one is because you it's really what you see in your, when you wake up in the morning, you know how much money you've made. Um, it's so easy to measure. And I know a lot of people use things like the chalkboard method to kind of, uh, get a gauge on that and there's so many software like I use zero and zero switching to zero first of all is one of the first things we did this year which is a big deal for us because number one David came on full-time so I'm like we have to pay ourselves actual yeah. real money um so we need to, to have something that runs payroll and having a saw like switching from fresh books which is just for invoicing to having a whole accounting system that helps us with our taxes and all this different stuff um was to me one of the first signs of our business growth like oh snap like finances are real and we have to get this in order because this is the only way we're paying our bills and it's almost like we challenge ourselves like can we live off of this like because we've never done that like that's never been our sole source of income so it's really like finances were our first like can we pay our bills and live off of this and and grow and i think having um elizabeth on from post film design co really like reaffirmed a lot of the stuff that we were doing and decisions we were making about finances and and now we're at the point she said something like when she stopped working she still ran her business like it was her side hustle Mm -hmm. and we definitely were guilty of that in the beginning we were like still charging side hustle money when it it's not our side hustle anymore it's the way we live our life so we've definitely switched up our pricing and our packaging and upped our rates a lot and um it's worked out very well like it's been um awesome so i really do think it's sometimes people shy away from money and think that it takes away from your passion but you should get paid to do what you're passionate for and that like that money that you're making should be a result of what you love like i feel like you shouldn't have to do what you love and then worry about getting paid to do it you know what i mean like that's different and i feel like photography a lot of people love it and they start doing it but it's hard to measure number one what's popular i feel like photography styles have changed so much since you started like obviously like nobody's doing like selective color anymore (laughs) and and random things like that so it's so hard to say and then the same thing with design i'm I'm proud of that Oh my goodness! I say that because somebody I know just posted. No offense if you did, but I'm saying I feel really good about the fact that I did it. But uh, (laughs) it's so uh, it unless you really have a hold on something, you can get paid to learn how to stay current, and you can get paid to to stay in that business. 
And that was, I think, the big thing for me is that, like, with photography, I felt like because I st- I'm so emotional about right. it. Right. Like, it's so, it's my art. And so it's like, I didn't want to, like, when, you, when you're running a photography business, you sometimes have to shoot in a way that you might not want or shoot the things that you don't want because you have to. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so that's what I love is that I was kind of able, it should be my side hustle mm-hmm. to me because it, it's, it's more of a passion than anything. And of course, I'm passionate about consulting, but the great thing about consulting is like people want me to be right. in charge and doing what I want to do. There are other business owners. They understand the value of what I offer. Whereas sometimes when you're working with photography clients, they don't understand the value of what you offer. And no matter what you tell them, and even though you're the expert, they want things done the way they want to do it. Yeah, and the so way it, Pinterest told them that it, they the, wanted exactly, it to look. Exactly, exactly. So it's definitely, yeah, it's been such a great year. And, and I totally second Zero. Like that is such an amazing <laughs> like oh it's my, my like, it's my bae like i literally so, talk about it in every facebook yeah, group like you like you sent me a, a zero invoice and um i was just like what's this beautifulness and um i was just talking to a friend yesterday actually she was asking me she's like you know i kind of need some advice like I have this client and they're kind of like dragging their feet on paying me. However, they're like my best client as far as money goes. And I right. don't want to like mess up that relationship because right now, like I have a kid and like, that's how I'm paying my bills. And so I told her about zero because I was like, if you get nervous about that part of like having to send them the invoice again and again and again, I'm like, zero does all that does for, you. for you. You don't have to think about it. So it's like when they don't pay and you're like, Oh, I don't want to invoice them every day. It's like, that's fine. Zero will do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. zero, doesn't have, zero doesn't feel bad. About no, it, it does like, not. It's like, so, um, you're going to pay this bill just so you know. Yeah, exactly. So they, they just kind of take care of that for you. And it's, it's amazing. So I, I just recommended it to somebody yesterday. I was like, you need that because it's a game changer. <laughs> Another f- way that we've definitely grown, especially for me. And I know same for you is exposure is, the way that you can learn that your business is growing because suddenly like people are all in your mentions or yeah. like you're getting emails from people you may have never gotten and emails from we before didn't say numbers or likes no we said exposure exposure it's, it's yeah. no because number oh my goodness i have to like read this um instagram post that somebody posted and i'm not like like it's hilarious because i definitely agree with it and I, if i can find it before we get done so we'll keep talking about it um, but seriously, having exposure, and the reason why we say that versus numbers, because numbers don't mean anything. <laughs> like, the reality is, like, before social media, people get gauged exposure different type of ways. So I really like to focus on that word versus the word, like, yeah, exposure. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean nowadays, numbers. you can buy likes, you can buy that sort of thing on any platform, especially Instagram, and there's definitely a lot of it. Uh, people still buy likes on Twitter and that sort of thing. It's not the same thing as as getting exposure. Um, and I think that, you know, definitely stepping outside of my comfort zone, even though I haven't done as many like uh, conferences and workshops and stuff as I have wanted to, but I have actually done some. And just even going to events and that sort of thing and meeting people and yeah. putting my work out there and putting out you what I You did a panel just, this year. Don't even. Yeah, don't act like did you did. You did too. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. a big so, deal. And that's the thing is like, obviously you get a lot more exposure when you put yourself on a panel and say, right. I'm going to be up here speaking as an expert, which is still like so, like it was called Ask the Experts too. And I was like, I'm the youngest person in this room. I Somebody like always like tries to brand this. me as an expert and I'm yeah. always like, you're funny. Like, 
that's yeah. not true. And then when you end up like sitting in the middle on the steak and you're just like, oh man, this is like real serious right now. It's so funny because that day that I got ready, I was like, I have to dress like an adult today. Because <laughs> from home, it's like with zippers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I, I definitely think that putting yourself out there and just doing the work, doing good work that you're proud of, it just really makes a huge difference in, in your exposure and, you know, how many people that you're going to be able to work with, touch. Right. Um, even just, you know, have a conversation with it. Seriously, the yeah. conversations are really what matters. It's, um, especially when, it, and I can get it online, it's important to have these conversations, but sometimes there's just nothing you can do about a conversation you have face-to-face with somebody that later yes. becomes your client. And I really value those conversations because people really trust you and they can see you and they can, like, just visualize the passion that you have for what they're doing or what their business is, especially when you're a service-based business. You're like, hey, I can make your business better. I can help you get out of whatever situation you are. And I really feel like that's where we've strived is going to these conferences and going to these events and meeting these people and being like, hey, we actually do want to help you. And we give a lot of stuff away for free when we talk to people in person. We're just like, hey, you need to stop what you're doing right now because you're going to like bury yourself. Um, And I think that just, yeah, that's exposure. That's what matters. Uh, I found this thing. So um, shout out to Whitney Nick James, who I love her. She's a fashion um, blogger and she's amazing. But she posted this thing. It was like the number of followers you have does not making you better any better than anyone else. Hitler had millions. Jesus had 12. <laughs> Oh, word. Oh, word. They were there. She went there. It was so funny. Like, last night I showed David, we were cracking up. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, that's so true. Like, Trump has a lot of followers, Right. Even if right? you're not, like, so... super religious, that's still, like, hilarious. That you're like, yeah. well, yeah, millions of people did follow Well, Hitler. and there's definitely, like, uh, you know, I want to say, like, there's something to be said about, like, you know, followers are great. Finances, money in the bank is great. But there's something about, like, going to a conference or a workshop or something and having somebody come up to you shake your hand, you introduce yourself, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, I, I'm familiar with your work, and I, I enjoy it. And it's like, that is, like, the best right. feeling. Like, you're just, like, in, like, in the moment, I'm, like, shaking their hand, and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. But, like, inside, I'm, like, exploding unicorns <laughs> and, like, rainbows. I'm like, yes, this moment is everything. It's like, house so, music in yeah, the background. Yeah, it's, it's, like, fantastic. No. So, I mean, I would definitely say put yourself out there. Um, in any way that you're comfortable with as much as possible and you're going to make those connections and you're going to get that exposure and it's going to bring the right clients your way it's going to bring the right uh, possible potential business partners or co-workers etc your way and just the right people in your circle that's how you find like your people you know yeah it's seriously oh yeah people (laughs) i could go like this a whole other podcast about how much and we have that plan i feel like about people (laughs) about people um and then okay so the other part of business growth is the opportunities that come your way, which yeah. I think that like, you know, kind of piggybacks off of exposure. Like yeah. the more exposed you are, the more opportunities are going to come your way. And opportunities come You've in. You've had so many this year as far as Oh gosh. Speaking. It's, so it's speak a on lot. <laughs> speak on, speak on it. It's all like we're at church. Speaking. Speak, speak. We, we can make our podcast gosh, like a, be like a black church real right? quick. Yeah. Um, I, like speaking opportunities. One, I really put in my mindset last year and I feel like we talked about it. Like I'm going to put myself out there and really just try to do as much speaking as I can. Number one, to help me travel, because I have a hard time, and this is like legit this week, like I have a hard time traveling when I don't feel like there's a purpose. 
and that's really that is so it's, bad for me. Like yeah. I get like really like gun shy. I think and about when, when money. she says purpose, she means like a business. Purpose, yeah, right? <laughs> like not even like like, like I don't even like oh well yeah I travel because it's fun. It's like no, no yeah she's like no she needs, like exactly like I need work. like I feel like if I had a reason to be there like I don't even go home for like the holiday like I'm going home right before the holidays. Because I'm speaking at a conference. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Um, but just putting myself out there and really, like, we pulling the trigger on this podcast, number one, was a big way of getting us to actually speak every week. So yeah. I'm, like, already doing this. And I don't... I hate the sound of my voice. Like, that's something we've talked Same about so many times. Here. Like, we hate hearing ourselves talk, but... This has really helped us evolve and really um, grow. I so. will say it's a big difference, though, like listening to the first few episodes. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And yeah. now when I listen, it's like, it's not like I'm in love with my voice now. Right. But, but you just I sound more just, confident. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you just accept what it is. And I mean, I was very shocked. Remember the first like two weeks? I yeah. was so shocked. You're I was like, like oh, we sound terrible. Was, like not. No, I was just like, is that my, how is that my voice? How has nobody told me? And you're like, told you what? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but I was like, no one told me that that's my voice. Like, how did this happen? I don't like in my mind I sound way in her mind she sounds like Naomi Campbell or like Estelle like one of those British like black women with the deep bassy voice like a a British black woman with like a deep voice in my mind or like Maya Angelou (laughs) but I don't actually sound like any of those people (laughs) oh my goodness yeah opportunities don't always come in like speaking form it's opportunities to work with certain companies work with certain clients collaboration opportunities are a big deal um and we've gotten to collaborate with some amazing other designers and developers locally which is really um helps us understand business a bit more um even just the op like i said like our travel opportunities to get up and get out of my house and go to new york city which has been my like largest dream since i was like four years old and so i'm writing like on my blog post like my love letter to new york have you never been before <laughs> i've never I been that was my first time oh my god the first time and that was my five days in the city like by myself i've never even rode public transportation oh ever i've I don't never know why i had no idea now <laughs> like, like we need like a whole side conversation <laughs> where i like write out a million things and like send you back like I, so no things. we have to go back we have to go back i just assumed you no because Everybody's been like nobody's never well, not been in New really York. Cool. So, like, I mean, you knew to stay like in a great area because I'm obsessed. Time, I'm so obsessed like, oh, with New York City. Yeah. I'm obsessed. So that was my first time, and so that opportunity never would have happened had I like our business not grown, had yeah. my like blog not grown, paper shop, like all these things that I've been myself growing. Getting and into my twenties, like, you know. I mean, the first time you're going there, if you're going to the UN, that's pretty <laughs> freaking that's bomb. Like that's pretty awesome. I rode the subway and we didn't get lost. Like yeah. it was great. We took my first Uber. Like I've never gotten Uber. Yeah. So New York, like, I've done like all my first things with my like kid who has like now the best life because. She went when she was, like, one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Awful. that's how it works. Spoiled child. <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, I've had a lot of unique opportunities this year that I just would have never had, like, A, if I didn't start consulting, and B, if I didn't really just, like, put myself out there, and C, if I wasn't, like, kind of putting, keeping fear at bay and just saying, right. I'm going to jump into this, and I, I'm capable. Like, that's that's been something I've said to myself a lot this year is, I am capable, and just kind of, like, believing that. Is and, it like, your Shonda year of yes? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, that book has changed my life, okay? Like, I wrote a blog post on it, and it's, like, it is so real. Like, I, like, I want to start reading it at the beginning of every year because I have kind of taken that um, idea 
and gone forward with it. Like, I read it, and I was like, I'm going to say yes to everything. Obviously, I'm not saying yes to everything. Like, someone's like, do you want to, like, go, like, jump off a... Yeah, like, I'm not obviously. Doing that. But I'm saying yes to, like, most business things that, at the, at the you know, end of the day, I know I'm capable of. But, right. like, it, last year, I would have said, oh, that's No, right. You aren't Maybe I'm not good. confident or, in yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's just that book gave me a lot of confidence. And so, one of the things that I just recently did was design a storefront. Right. Which, like, who would have thought that that would be something I would do? But, you know, my client, like, she owns a bakery, and she's like, I really want you to come in and help me design the storefront. Like, you're doing all the branding for it. Like, you already picked the colors. You picked the fonts. You picked, you know, you've done, you've right. made, you brought it to life visually. So I want you to help bring the store to life visually. And so I went with her um, and pretty much worked with, like, somebody who, you know, was doing the actual building of the store. Right. So they could tell me, like, uh, no, that chandelier can't go there because <laughs> of codes and stuff. Right. Um, but, yeah, so I was able to design a store and then go see it in person, which was, like, the coolest thing ever. And it's um, in, like, one of my favorite places in the entire world yeah. in Orlando. Like, I can't believe this, like, really cool, amazing, inspirational places in Orlando. Yeah, it's an Aragon market. So if you're in Orlando or um, if you like visit Orlando, you should go check out Artagon Market and check out Apples and Co because that is one of my clients and go get just, your life. I'm proud of her. She's awesome. Like that's another thing is like I so she's like a black female business owner who has like a three year old child. She's like married and like I don't know, just like she's the type of person that You want to work with. Really want to work with yeah. and, and just being able to have a client like that who is a client who I am working with on a continual basis. Like I'm, you know, we're working together Which is indefinitely awesome. at this point. So it's like she's, that. You're stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> like she's hired me forever. You so it's like blood that oath. sort of thing, being able to do her social media and, you know, help her with, you know, her website and things like that is just, is really, really awesome. Um, and then also like kind of just working with clients that, like a CrossFit gym that right. is in North Carolina. It's like, that's so fun. And I get like, I get to travel for that. And just the variety of your clients. Like, yeah. Like none of them are the same. Which is awesome. <laughs> you're never going to get bored. Like you're never yeah, going to go in and so have somebody great. bring you a like newborn baby and put him on a rock and say, take a picture. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't photograph babies because I, was I know. Like, but I just but like yeah, laughing no, at the idea happen. of like nobody's ever gonna pin. It's not gonna that happen. Ever like again. I, yeah, it's it's really just the opportunity to work with different types of people, to work with unique businesses. Right. Um, has just been amazing, and I'm only just just like extremely excited to see where it goes. And this is just year, year one. Like you're going into year two. Like that's amazing. Yeah, so. and I. It's like I actually. This is something that I never thought I would do but I wrote a list of like businesses I want to work with that are awesome Put and I'm out. like I am going to find a way to try you to got it. with all you them, got you it know? and that's what I tell people and so I mean of course some of the opportunities come your way when you're letting yourself grow you're evolving and you're getting that exposure and then other times you create them because you do have more of that confidence right. because you have grown and you're like you know what I'm going to go after this client yep. and so that's kind of what I'm like envisioning myself as like a really cute happy shark she's like like not like a scary shark but like a happy shark you're like, like olivia and pope, I'm go after them. but like for businesses <laughs> but like nice yeah because olivia pope is really scary <laughs> and like without drinking wine like that yeah, you but like maybe large, eating like, like head a size cake yeah <laughs> wine glass oh my goodness so some people and the one another thing that we want to talk about is because a lot of people don't even know when it's time to to kind of evolve your business and when i say evolve your business it's a little different than just growing it's like when is it time to change things up and switch things up? So we're going to talk about some things that are signals to be like, hey, it's time to, to do something else. And I think one of the biggest thing is demand of a, of a service or a product. If people are tweeting you, yes. 
emailing you or every time you end a client like wrap up and you're talking and say, hey, you know what would be awesome if you did this or you did that? Um, that's definitely one large way when you t- it's time to add that on. <laughs> like you can make yeah, money from this. Yeah, I say like a lot of times you'll get like a lot of people requesting the same thing. Over and, you know, and when over. I first started out, actually, I mean, this has already changed. I started out consulting and I was not going to do social media for right. people. I was only going to teach it. And I was so sad about it. Like I told everyone, I was like, oh no, I, I will never do people's social media. I will only teach it. Like my passion is to teach it and that's all I'm going to do. So my first few clients, um, I sat down with them and like we had our first, you know, meeting and like, um, I was doing like per hour, like training, right. you know, at one-on-one. And so a lot of them were like, you know, I'm learning so much. This is really great. But the more I learn, the more I realize, like, you're so great at this. And I'd rather pay you to do right. it Right. Like, I don't want to And do I this. was like, I don't do that. Like, sorry. <laughs> and it's so funny because I turned away three continual clients that way. Um, of course, obviously, once I decided to do it, I was able to reach back out to them. But um, I was just kind of set in my ways that I was like, no, like I was coming out of, you know, being photography full time. And I was like, I'm going to do this because this is what I want to do. And this is the only way I'm going to do it and blah, blah, blah. But what I found is like, I do have a passion, obviously, for social media, right. even if it's not just teaching. teaching like, it. I do yeah. love teaching it, but I just love doing it. So why not? There's something wrong with her and she loves <laughs> social media. I really God do. It's like, you. it's so challenging to me. I love that it's ever changing. But it's cool and that it's, you can come up with different strategies to work with different businesses. Here's the thing about social media is that it intersects a lot of things I love, right? So it's communication. Um, it's branding and marketing. It's visuals. It's writing words. Like it's just all, it's, oh, it's, it's just all a in big, one. Oh, I love it. Giant chocolate cake. Yes, it's just like <laughs> so many things I love coming together at an intersection. And then it's also like risk, right? Yeah. And so it's, and, and it's ever changing and evolving. So you're always having to keep yep. up with it. So that's why I love it. And, um, yeah, there's, I mean, I still do love teaching it and I still do teach it, but I am finding that I'm taking over clients' accounts more often than not. And Which is awesome. It's working you're, out great. Exactly. Yeah. So you're helping them actually grow. I know you've definitely yeah. given tips and helped out Melissa a lot. And I feel like her social media, since it's you really, like got involved, yeah. <laughs> was like, it, it definitely, really it's so awesome. So seeing the fruits of your labor from firsthand, um, actually works. Another thing that, signals opportunities partnerships with people reaching out to you and that's really been such a big thing for seven alley this year is that we knew like we know <laughs> we're only two people like that's just the reality of a situation you're only a wife and a husband and we have a baby and there's only so much we can do um but you're actually two badass robots but okay <laughs> I mean, we're you just, can pretend you're just we're, two people we're just i know two you're two humans. badass robots we're just two humans <laughs> um but the reality is we uh reach a friend of ours actually reached out to us that we've been working with on and off uh, for years and he's kind of like so help <laughs> you know like my life was coming up on me strong like to his employees quit and he had projects and we're like hey let's sit down and we um went to his office and we sat down and we talked and we're like why are we not like working together more often like we really do the same thing and he what we do he hates to do and what we hate to do he does so we yeah. kind of like going back and forth and we were coming up with these different partnerships opportunities so now we're bouncing clients and and projects off of each other which has worked out so much great so now he's less stressed and he doesn't yes. have to worry about having overhead and that cost and we um you know he has such like a reliable source of clients that we can work with and we love some of the projects he gets and it's kind of driven us in the direction of kind of going towards our our ideal client we worked with him to kind of all three of us put down what we wanted to do and what our clients would look like and what did the money look like and the finances. And so we really have, you know, coming this plan that we're building and coming together, but that never would have happened had we not done that partnership. And I feel like that, 
really has just evolved our business way beyond we ever thought Sevenality could be. Like to us, it was just like, we do websites and we make logos and it's cute. And now we're like, we have all these channels of things that we want to do. And it's like, uh, it's so awesome. And it gives you that opportunity to focus more on like what you love. Exactly. That's the goal is to be able to just really focus on training out the stuff that we want to do. And right now we're in like deep hustle mode this month. Like we're working on so many projects and getting stuff out. And it's because we actually love who we're working with and we yeah, love what we're doing and, and now we're like we don't sleep so um yeah it's going great but and, partnerships seriously yeah, i mean like the the a great partnership can really just make or break your whole business right. in a lot of ways and i mean when i started this out because i mean i'd always been so isolated with photography as you know i think we yeah. talked about especially in the beginning episodes of just like not having any friends in business and just kind of doing it all on my own and not really have anybody even to just like talk to about it because right. i just didn't understand what i was talking about um, so going into this, I was like, this is definitely not a business that I wanted to do alone. I wanted to be able to take the time and really um, talk to each like person that I work with um, one-on-one, help them with every aspect of social media, every as- aspect of their business, because I consult on more than just social media. And um, being able to do that, focus on their brand, all that good stuff. But I'm like, I don't want to code websites. <laughs> it's not something I ever want to do. Like it's like I I can I know enough about coding. It's almost like when you are bad at Spanish, but you can read some of it. Yeah. That's how I am with coding. It's like, I can look at code and like, you know, my first few websites I had to build because I didn't have a choice. I didn't have the money to pay anybody else to build them. So it's like, I can get by, but I'm not great. (laughs) And I know that I'm not great at it, which is why it's so important for me to work with somebody like Melissa who can handle that. No problem. I'm like, I'll be like, oh my God, I need to change this. Like, what do I do? I am freaking out. And she's like, just goes on there and does yeah. some like witchcraft and it's like five seconds so i'm like <laughs> okay amazing yeah so i mean definitely like having that partnership with her has been yep. amazing and then narsha and i are kind of like in the very beginning stages of like working. i know i see you guys on twitter i yeah, see you being cute and yeah, black and adorable like, <laughs> so cute i love it um but yeah so we're we're working on some things that like are vi- like we're we're the same <laughs> This is the bad part about us together is that we're both like, all right, let's write 8,000 outlines. <laughs> let's plan out from now till eternity yeah. before we take the first step. So but, but we finally, it took us a while. We're finally at the first step of what we're working on together. So I'm hoping that like probably a month from now, I'll, I'll be able to talk I'm excited about, about all the black else. girl magic projects that you guys are working on. Yeah. Girls. That's the thing is mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I haven't always had the opportunity to work with a ton of people in, of color yeah. because the photographer scene here in, in mm-hmm. Orlando is mostly white people. And obviously, they don't have a problem with that. I am half white. I have a white mom. I have a white husband. I love white people. But <laughs> I just feel like I have to say that because we've had people like who are white like write to us and they're like, hey, I'd really like to be on your podcast, but is it okay because I'm white? And we're like, of course you can yeah. get our podcast. Or like, the fact that everybody thinks you're not black. And everybody thinks I'm not black. So just to let I you know, that. I am black. I would like to inform you because we definitely had somebody be like why is she talking about being a woman of color because i am one okay that's why but anyways (laughs) i don't even remember what i was saying because you didn't have opportunities to work with women of color so now you do i didn't have a lot of those opportunities because we don't really have a diverse um like wedding not not even just photographers but just the wedding Wedding. industry here is just not very diverse that's just the reality i'm not saying that there's not people there are some amazing people of color who work in our industry here in orlando and in weddings but it is few and far in between i can count maybe like five (laughs) you probably are thinking of the exact same (laughs) like seriously you know and i mean sometimes that just happens and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that i don't think that it's definitely not a place where i've ever felt like 
I didn't fit in. Yeah, you weren't ostracized or anything. It It was not like that at all. But it's just like sometimes you do want to obviously bring that diversity to your your business. Right. For me, I want to have diversity in every aspect of my life. It, it, It affects like why I live where I live and, you know, what I do as a living and for living and everything else like that. So it's been nice to be able to work with people of color, um, even just like this podcast. It's like yeah. being able to come together as two women of color and, and have a podcast and kind of talk about things from our perspective has been amazing. Um, and definitely so a happy. huge, I think when you can have, <laughs> I mean, this should have been like our first point, when you can have a podcast about business and really speak from a place where we've both been in business for what, over 10 years. Yeah. It's like that is evolution and growth right there it's true it's true another like thing that definitely signals opportunities and i'm sure this happens to you all the time because social media (laughs) drops stuff like every other week like new technologies and advancements in your niche and um being a web developer that's every day (laughs) like every other day there's a new framework there's a new way to code there's a new standard um specifically we work a lot with wordpress it's one of the main CMSs we work within, we um, build in WordPress. And so, uh, you know, WordPress comes out with a new version. I was going to say, like, for so those of you who are not familiar, <laughs> so, like, I would build my own websites back in, like, 08, 09, right? Yeah. 2007, even. And you would get a new and version, like, I was a year. Okay at that point. Now, going back in, I am so lost because it's been a few, quite a few years that I've had other people you know, code my sites. And for those who don't know, it's like, if you go, it's one of those things, like you can be fairly decent at it and then go back in a few years later and you're like, what the heck? Which is why I'm just so impressed with anybody who's a web developer because I'm just like, it is like, you literally are speaking different languages. Like, you know, different languages. It's different languages. And new languages show up all the time and you never know if this language is popular or not. And surprise, this one might be popular and this one may not. You may have spent a lot of time learning another one and it just falls off. Uh, just there's so many different things that happen, so you really have to be on your toes. But that also, and also Python is the worst one because that is hard. Like I was looking at that, and I'm just like, nope, no. Oh thank my you. goodness! I think feel like we just like talked about teaching the girls who codes Python on like two <laughs> episodes like, ago, that no for me. and that's all the the girls because like, like John like took a class in Python, um, and he finds it very challenging. And so we had another friend who like wrote to us and was like, oh, can you know, he like just sent me like a screenshot and he's like, can you show this to John and see what it is? So like I sent it to like everyone I know, but I looked at it and I'm like, I, I couldn't even, I don't even know what world that's from. Python is like algebra It's like an alien drugs. Like, like it's real. It's intense. <laughs> algebra on drugs. It, it, yeah. It's intense. <laughs> um, so yeah, but being ver- well versed in Python means you make more money than I do. So that's just, you know, yeah. the reality of the situation. Um, being on top of technologies and I'm sure like Instagram stories now, being on top of that mess. Um, yeah, well, I was going to say like really like backtracking to when I did photography full time, like that was definitely a time when you knew like you needed to evolve, evolve your business like a lot right (laughs) all the time because of new gear and stuff like that but uh yeah i think like especially with your offerings when it comes to social media because you need to kind of be prepared is there going to be a new platform is this platform going to become obsolete and that sort of thing so you always have to be just kind of like looking for those signals to grow and to make sure that you're continually helping uh your clients grow and and instagram stories was a huge one because i was telling a lot of people like you need to get on snapchat what i love about snapchat is it is so authentic it's so real you can't really fake a lot of things um and not it's not right for every business so right. i would not tell everyone it would really depend on the client but for example 
um, a gym, I feel like is great it's for Snapchat exactly. because oh, not, not only are we just seeing like your website and your blogs that are all really well curated and beautiful and all your social streams, but then we're getting to see like real workouts in real life and those like what you're eating throughout the day and yep. stuff like that as being a trainer or the head of a gym. And so I think that those behind the scenes things, if you have a, a business where you're the face of your business and you're really like fun or quirky, um, you know, that's something where Snapchat is really going to be beneficial for you. Uh, so it does depend on the brand, but now with Instagram stories, it's like, I'm still deciding how I feel, um, as far as what to like, it's, it's experimental at this point, but what I am telling most clients who were a good fit for Snapchat is continue to do your Snapchat in the way that is very unfiltered and do your Instagram stories in a more curated way, right. like almost curated snaps. Like if you were going to pick your best four snaps, like if you snap like 30 snaps a day oh, on man. Snapchat, pick your best four snaps. 30? Oh, people do way more than that. <laughs> pick your best four snaps and put those ones on Instagram. At this point, I still don't think it's some, like, I'm, you know, the jury's still out on like exactly how much to share. Right. Um, because... You know, that's the thing is I follow very few people on Snapchat. On Instagram, I follow lots yeah, of people. Yeah, and so now so you're now like all like those all circles. And to be honest, it's like I'm not going to look at everyone's no, because I it's don't. like like the type of person that I might follow for something on Instagram wouldn't be the type of person I'd follow no, for something on Snapchat. No, and I think that's really so, what people need to realize. And that's a whole other podcast. Like It is a whole other podcast. But it's like <laughs> that, yeah, that's just kind of like, you know, you always kind of have to be on top of your game and looking for, you know, those signals. And, and I feel like every, every single business no matter even if you aren't a business that you think of tech when you think of your business it's like there is still some level of that needing to look at technology and see like right what you need to you be need to aware yeah, yeah exactly and even just like what like your the the other people that work for you what they're doing yeah like so it's like if you have if you've hired somebody to do your website like you want to make sure that they know what they're doing that they're going to put you on the best like are they going to use squarespace or are they going to use wordpress or something else why are they yeah. going to use that you if know, they're using wix things. you don't hire them like things like that <laughs> yeah. um so that's a no <laughs> like just just be aware of what's happening and when you hire like she said when you hire contractors kind of do your research because nobody's going to do the research for you and i think us being in facebook groups we see it all the time where somebody comes in and it's like i hired someone from this group and they didn't do what i wanted to do did you research them no did you have a contract no okay well you well there you go you get what you pay for so um how speaking of people making bad decisions that's one of the reasons why businesses stifle growth and what are some ways that you've i'm sure you've experienced now working in consulting that seeing that people do things that they I think that I I stifled my own growth a lot not like this past year but in the past by just being like I'm a what they would call solopreneur yeah doing the little air quotes or whatever because I have so many different like blankpreneur whatever Mm. um but like working on my own it's like I'm not accountable like no one you know for anyone else and so I don't answer to anyone and that can be a problem because I can decide oh, I'm not going to do that because I'm scared. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I won't push myself and put myself in those situations. And, and I do think that, like, now that I have business friends, that's definitely changed a lot. And in the past year, that's changed a lot. But I think that that's a huge way that people stifle their growth is just not wanting to put themselves out there and to do the things that they have to do for owning a business. Like, right. I understand, like, yes, like, you can get by if you're, like, I'm going to not 
do A, B, and C. But there's certain things that you're going to have to, like, if you don't ever want to talk to people ever, then you don't need to own a business where you provide services to people. Right. You might not have to talk to them in person, but you're going to have to talk to them in some capacity, whether it be on the phone or through an email or whatever. So if you're like, there are people out there who, you know, might have a knack for graphic design or for coding and might be like, well, I want to own a business doing that. But if you hate people and you don't want to, like, practice good customer service and you need to go work for a someone job else where, right yeah where you can just code exactly that's what you want to do yeah uh sean mccabe of the sean west like empire most people know him from um he we were watching a video of his and he said there's only three ways to make money when you work for yourself you either sell products you sell services or you teach Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. And guess what? All those things involve talking to people. Yeah. So um, being an entrepreneur by nature means you're going to have to have a conversation with someone, whether it be via written or just voice or whatever the case may be. So you need to really empower your voice. And I think that's a, a lot of things, especially introverts. We do that thing where we're like, oh, do we have to do it? And then we procrastinate and we don't want to do it. But the reality is if you want to be great and you want to have people respect you and respect your talent and... um respect your art and respect your craft and and really understand that you know what you're talking about you have to do the things that you don't want to do sometimes and yeah. that's how your business can only grow and evolve and i think um we actually met a woman one time and her thing was selling candy apples and i'm sure anybody who googles that in celebration knows who it is <laughs> so i'm not even like ashamed to talk about it because she's crazy um but <laughs> oh my good this lord lady. she just called somebody crazy <laughs> like just <laughs> Don't we had this comment. I'm, I'm definitely not. So we like um, we talked to her because we're like, you have this amazing. No, it's not candy apples. It's gingerbread. There it is. Okay. Um, this lady. And so we we're like, well, you have an amazing delicious. thing, and you could. You she does it. She used to do it all year long, and you know you have this talent, and you should be doing this. And we give her advice to grow and blah blah blah. And we're like talking about doing her website over and da da da. So I think it was on something else like Wix or something, and she's just like, but I don't want to be big. She's just like, I don't want to have to work. Like she just had all these things that she said, and I was like. Well, like, I don't, like, people are not going to give you more money yeah. if you don't. And she if really, she like, wanted to make more money. She wanted to make more money. She wanted to make more money, <laughs> but she had no interest in doing more than what she was doing. And I was just like, oh, girl, you sell products. So products, like, by, like, nature means you have to make more products to yeah. make more money. That's just the way it is. And so knowing you can raise your prices on like gingerbread cookies all you want, but you're not going to make the money that you want to make from doing that. A, you're going to lose your client base because your client's already accustomed to paying this amount of money or you, it's not like a gourmet service. You just didn't want to change. And so if you don't want to change, you're not going to grow. That's just yeah the reality of the situation. Like, I was going to say, I think like people also stifle their growth by like not wanting to embrace the new. Right. Oh and, yeah. Um, you know, like I feel like there's so many clients who I know who have been like, you know, they come to me and they're like, I just, I don't even know. Like, before they hire me, they're like, I just don't even know if I need social media. And I don't know if I oh, want yeah. to do anything Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. All the time. Like, I've just been kind of doing, like, you know, word of mouth in my neighborhood. And they give so you, like, some random that. business card like, that's, like, no, no. made of, like, tin point yeah. <laughs> paper yeah. that's, like, awful. Absolutely. <sighs> and I think that, you know, people really... The thing is, is like social media, having a good website, like the internet, these things are here to stay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they're not going anywhere and they're, they've been, it's been proven that they, yeah. that they're, it's been about a decade and they, and they help. Um, so I think that a lot of people just being afraid to, you know, to embrace what is quote unquote new and, you know, kind of like piggybacking on like, you know, like technology and stuff like that, like in general, like 
I think that you can hold yourself back if you, for example, don't want to use a, a service like Zero. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I'm never going to I don't to want to pay for services. I think that yeah, happens a lot. A lot yeah. of people want to use free things forever. There's and, um, certain things you need to run your business Exactly. Properly, you need to invest you're in. You're going to stifle yourself. If and you the don't. way I collect money was, like, we were like, look, we'll pay however much money we have to pay a year if that means we get to collect more money. That's just, like, the reality. Absolutely. If we need to pay for, like, services, um, if you need to pay for a virtual assistant, it's at that time. Get that money together and hire your virtual assistant. Or if you need to hire someone oh, to do your website, so you need to put them. That's my goal, I think, next year. Yeah. That's, like, oh. where, where I'm looking to grow is, like, growing into having an assistant. Not even, like, full-time. Do you want a real-life assistant or a virtual I, assistant? I don't want somebody that I... Like, not that I have a problem with, you know, anybody else doing it. And I, I don't really know a lot of people who have virtual assistants, but... I, I kind of want somebody who is like my yeah, like not right. to hire out like, like a server a right. company. Um, I mean, they don't have to live where I live because you know Skype and phone calls and emails. But um, I, I think I'd like somebody that's like you're you're my assistant. And maybe yeah. you work for other people. Like maybe you have a job. Like maybe they own a, a company right. being a VA full time. But I don't want to go to like a company that's like we just give you random VAs. Yeah. Like I want somebody that really buys someone for you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like that's what that means. Yes. <laughs> like that's all that. Means. We're like I'm look I'm getting Planning people our jobs. Lives as we podcast. Uh, <laughs> so um some other things that and this is where we are right now and I feel like I talk about this for the past like month because uh, scaling your business is <laughs> it is bad words like i feel like we would immediately be put on the explicit <laughs> list on itunes if i talked about how i really feel about it uh growing pains are, are rough so um some of the things that we're experiencing one is like we said uh you know hi, figuring out who to hire and to me i really do believe in the power of a good assistant i like i've said before i was an exec admin for years before i you know went full-time and i that gives you the skills to be able to do anything. And if you have a good exec admin, they can make your life rock. Like a good assistant can really fix your business and help you do things. So we're just really like our biggest growing pains uh, looking into 2017 is who are we hiring? What are we hiring them from? How many contractors do we look to hire throughout the year? Um, how much, you know, just how much money are we, we think we're going to make and yeah. all this stuff and how much equipment. Because now we're like... We've been in our home for six years and we're at the point where like we need like a new car and things are just are we gonna buy a home and what are we doing so all that stuff indirectly affects our business and Absolutely. so it's just like these are all like really growing pains like yeah you're making more money but then you have to do things to sustain that money and make more money and it's just uh, it's painful <laughs> having, i'm sure that having a kid like Ties oh man! Like, we look at our tuition, tuition station yeah, statement like every, and we're like, we spent this much money on tuition. And Where like, did that money come from? And, like play sports. And yeah. Like, oh, already because you know I'm signing up for gymnastics and like all this other yeah. random stuff, and I'm like, you're two. Like you will be two. <laughs> like that's all you've achieved yeah. in life right now is turning two, and she's already like cost so much. I don't money. know. She's achieved like she has like <sighs> a really great like mean mug. Like, yeah. Oh, that's she's crazy mean mug. She's very fierce. You know she's what I'm like saying? ten also, pairs of she's, shoes. I'll say she's achieved like her fashion game. I know you dress her, but it's like she pulls it off. You it, don't do that. No, her like her, she pulls like, it off her her general own. swag. Yeah, like, like her, her life general, swag. Like, yeah, she has like so much swag. She so has amazing. high tops and a like dress today into <laughs> wearing to school. Like that's <laughs> and her teacher came in. She's like, look at you. <laughs> look at her. Like yeah, that's that's my kid. She <laughs> yeah. So that's just some growing pains that we're experiencing right now. Do you have any growing pains right now? Um, I feel like it's not like I don't have them yet right now. Um, I think that like growing into 2017, it's going to be that growing pain of yeah. like, 
I do think that it's time to invest in an assistant. I don't think my bank account really wants me to invest <laughs> in an assistant. So it's kind of like finding how am I going to bridge that gap right. um, and make a little bit more so that I can. But I also know like, you know, possibly bringing on an assistant is going to be what helped freeze me up to be able to do make better, more money. More exactly. work, better work and make more money. So I'm, I'm kind of preparing for that, like in the first half of 2017. Um, and then what else? I don't know that I have a lot of, I feel like you're still in the like newlywed stage with your business where it's like, it's good right Um, now. It's awesome. Like I will say that I'm redoing my photography website to kind of like, what's the word? Like I, I want it, I guess, to represent what obviously what I'm doing now, but like, that's that's the challenge is like I want it's it's hard to make a site where you're like you want to attract people but really not a lot of them <laughs> so it's like it, I want to be and great there's a difference but not between too great. between like saying I want to attract people but I want to attract my target client that's great but saying like uh, like less like right. just less like a lot less yeah. people um so just deciding like how much to put on there and and that sort of thing and then um I mean I'm it's not like a pain, but I'm kind of like working on a lot of projects that are like writing things and, and stuff like that, which hopefully again, I'll be able to talk about a little bit more in the next few months here. But, um, that it's just balancing it all. Yeah. Like, and, and I think that that's like a continual pain that I've gone through my entire business. I was going to say, that's like, that never goes away. The balancing act for me. Like I'm definitely like, I know that, you know, in the next few years we will want to adopt, um, we're kind of like of the mindset that we're going to adopt first, then do one biological if we do a biological and then right. adopt the second kid. So I'm kind of like, I want to start that process in the next few years. I'd like to move the next few years. So it's like, just like you said, when you yeah. own a business, all of those exactly. decisions, life decisions kind of like affect what yep. you're doing business wise. So that is all very interesting. And then also kind of like building my team for my business because yeah. I definitely do. I want to have multiple contractors. Um, this is definitely something that I want to be bigger than myself. Um, so just kind of bringing on the right people. I, and it's it's one of those things like I have a friend right now who is in school um, studying, I don't even know, like web development, but like they're like, he has a name for a degree that sounds very fancy and awesome, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, but anyways, so when he's done, like, I'd like to be able to hire him as well. Right. Um, and I'm hoping that I have that much business where it's like, we're mm-hmm. real. Know, where, That's I need, real. where I need to hire him, which would be fantastic. Um, so yeah, so a lot of, uh, a lot of that there equal and forever is having some, some, growth pains um because i'm kind of deciding do i want to continue i've been doing like a vendor program right which is fine but i kind of like the idea of not doing it anymore um and and only um doing a shop so i'm kind of deciding am i going to abandon that program and if anybody is listening who is one of my vendors i will let you know way ahead of time don't worry yeah. um but like you know just kind of going into next year like if instead of doing a vendor program if i kind of right. want to move into product instead um and i don't i don't dislike vendor programs and for me i've always been very like each and every vendor that we have is somebody who i've spoken with multiple times one-on-one like before i put them in i don't just put in anyone right but i'm like do like i don't know if i have the time yeah, to i was gonna say i feel like your time is yeah, no longer really, there to, yeah. to be able to and um, I'm, like, I'm still happy to work with those vendors and push through um their their submissions and you know if they wanted to do giveaways or like i'm still happy to do all of that but I just don't know that I'm going to have the time to give it what I want. And that's right. the thing is I will not do something unless I can do it 110%. That's it's like 110 true. or not at all. That's just kind of my personality. 
Yep, that's like one of the things that you should know uh, you can do if you're growing too quickly. I feel like uh, we've never experienced growing too quickly, thank goodness, um, because we've always been very meticulous in what we're deciding to do. We really took time out to talk about in depth. And I think that helps having someone else in business with me is that I have, like, we have to gauge and be like, is that something we can really do right now? Is that something that we actually can't, like, is it worth doing? And, um, so we always take the small steps to yeah. um, add on services or products or whatever we're doing, like different brands. And oof. <laughs> like I'm thinking about all the stuff we have planned. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Um, but so we just that's one of the things that we do to not grow too quickly. And I um, I don't think I, re- I mean, I've talked to people who have definitely grown too quickly and burned out because of it. Um, so yeah, you ha- see a lot of that. That's what happens. I think that makes me afraid of growing too quickly. So I feel like we really like turtle it. And we sometimes baby ourselves too. We're like, oh, let's take our time because we actually want to enjoy the process and enjoy adding on something new and not hating what we're doing. Um, So I feel like that's one way to prevent growing too quickly is just be take one step at a time like yeah I think like you know just how we've been discussing like where we where our plans are to go next year and like how we're gonna get there and bridge those gaps and that sort of thing I think that that really helps um just kind of like looking ahead and like making sure that you're taking steps that make sense steps that aren't too big not more than what you can handle and like you said bouncing ideas off somebody else so you know I can talk to John about these things but I always make sure to run them by you and Melissa because you actually know. Right. <laughs> John will just be like, baby, you can That do sounds anything. good. Superwoman. Like, I, mm-hmm, yes, I believe in you, Wonder it. Woman. You and I'm got like, this. you think I can do everything. Like, I appreciate it, but I'm going to need to talk to somebody who can knock me down to reality right. and be like, that's a lot to take on. Um, or if you do want to take it on, how is a way that you can divide it up or outsource parts right. of it so that it can fit into your business model or whatever or your business, but just not be completely overwhelmed. And not murder you. <laughs> exactly. And I, I do. I've seen a lot of people that have come out and it's been like, all of a sudden, this person is so popular. Like, I've never heard of them before. And then the next day, it's like, all these followers, all this engagement, all this stuff going on. And I mean, I can think of like three people off the top of my head and I know at least one of them that you, because I can see your face <laughs> and I know that you're thinking of probably the same person. And it's just like, yep. it just, it exploded. It was just over like as quickly as it began. Right. And, you know, sometimes I think that when you've been in, in the game for a long time and you see those people come up and you're like, man, like, like you're not trying to hate, but you're like, how did that happen? Like, how did they all of a sudden get so successful? Right. Like, it seems like it happened overnight. And when it does happen overnight, it doesn't last. That's why they say like success doesn't happen overnight because right. real success that's going to be, you know, long lasting um, and grounded in like a business that, you know works is yeah. not going to happen. And I will overnight. say sometimes it seems like it happened overnight. I know um people say about this podcast who don't really know the story or haven't listened to it and they're like, Wow, I see your podcast everywhere I people keep talking to me about it. and I'm like, you have no idea that we talked it's about like, this for like oh two years goodness. before we, we even like well, at so least a at least a year we before jumped. we even jumped I mean, on I, it. Even like our who was going to be like hosting it right because originally we were trying to get melissa to host with us and she was like nah guys she's like that's I'm cute that and we both like would like it. we would ask individually over it's like okay I asked, we, she like, said, no. spent, like a whole year yeah like went, we asked her so no. many times and i kept saying like you know what she's probably just like right she's gonna do it when that's it comes you time. were completely like, <laughs> in belief that she was gonna be sitting at this table right now i was like yeah when it comes time to do it that girl's like no no guys you guys are cute um so even just that like we were planning to go into it with three people we ended up doing it with two um what our message was like at first we were like we knew we wanted to do a business podcast but we hadn't 
we didn't have like a focused look right. of like we really want to have guest speakers that are female, that are women of color. Um, we we want to speak about being black as much as we feel like speaking about being black. Because it's real. <laughs> We're never that. not going to be black. Yeah, you guys. Like, we don't want to hold back <laughs> our blackness. If we want to talk about that, we we have a space. This space we created, so we're going to talk right. about it. Um, and so, you know, those parts of our business to, or our, well, yeah, our business took so long to, to come to focus right. on this podcast. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely not an overnight thing. Yeah. And I definitely all. think, um, how we didn't grow too quickly is, um, I know one of the things I have mentioned, but I really want to go to knowing our market and that's really where we came with the idea of starting a podcast is the market was not like there we weren't out there so yeah. <laughs> when we originally started talking about this there was no business podcast that we knew of that was regular or consistent with two women of color it just did not exist and we really felt like number one it was a shame because i'm listening to podcasts and i do relate and i love the podcasts and i listen I to but you can't relate all the time there weren't a lot of female podcasters in right. the entrepreneur business category. No, period. not at all. Oh, there no. has been a lot added lately. Yeah. But the other thing is, is that, you know, and I'm not trying to discourage anybody because if you're good at it, like I want you to do it and I want you to love it because I love having a podcast. But a lot of people will jump on things because they're hot at the moment and they think that they can make money and then they'll abandon them when they don't. Oh my goodness. You know so many mean? of the podcasts so, that I've started to listen to have come up since we've gotten this one or right before we started this one while we were in, you know, talking about it, um, disappeared. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they stopped doing it. And, and that was know. our big thing is we're yeah. like, once we start, we're not. Too bad. So off. sad. <laughs> like, this is this is where it is. Um, So we really took time to study the podcasting market and understand what tools we need to do and um, what you know, we could bring to it. Exactly. You know? What our voices, um, what we could offer and what we really wanted to focus on. And we want to be more, you know, one of the things I really like about our podcast and being a business podcast is we do start at the beginning off just talking about shooting the shit. Like, yeah. I really do like doing that. I'm, like, I don't. I don't know. I like listening to random stuff. Like I like knowing the podcast host. I like hearing their personalities. And that's one of the things I really like about podcasts. And so sometimes I get kind of taken aback or I really fall out of love of podcasts when it's just one person talking about business all the time. And I'm kind of like, eh, that's great. But like, yeah. who are you? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, who are you? And that's just my preference. It's my personal preference. And that's what we decided to put together. Just, you know. Exactly. Numbers and textbooks and that sort of statistics thing. and yeah. um, things. But so. speaking of statistics, <laughs> speaking of statistics, <laughs> you do stay on track of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but which is just uh, that's just normal. I feel like you you know, like we said, numbers don't matter, but it is important to know um, what you have going on in terms of growth. And as I say, like, if you are, I mean, sometimes, you know, you'll start growing quickly and, and you'll see those numbers rise and everything else like that. And I think that's a cue to be like, okay, am I growing too quickly? How right. Can I gauge this? What steps do I need to take? It, it's kind of like a solid, like we started off with talking about finances. I mean, like, it's a solid way. They're numbers. It's exactly. Solid They're to not going to lie. <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah. So, and, and easy to not ignore. Yeah. Um, one thing, if you're making a certain amount of money and you're kind of working on your own and it's coming really quickly, it's a good indicator that you need to bring someone else on <laughs> usually that's the yeah. case it's like oh snap i'm making way too much that i can't manage what i'm doing i need to have somebody come in and help me manage this and it may not you may not be the person to even um need to be necessarily managing your business i think a lot of times businesses grow so quickly especially when they're successful especially product based businesses and i have friends who are artists who do like prints and cards and things like that and then they take off and they're like oh snap i'm not the person that needs to be in charge of shipping like i need to that hire a, a shipping too, manager yes. i need to hire somebody 
to help me get my life together because I'm the artist. I'm creating the art, but I'm definitely not the, you know, mastermind behind this. And that's fine. Like, it's yeah. totally okay. Um, well, that's the thing is, like, entrepreneurs wear a lot of hats, and that's fine. And, and we have to, and especially in the beginning, a lot of us don't have another choice. No. But you should be working towards a place where you have a choice where you can at least outsource some things. And a lot of things are easier to outsource than one would right. think. Um, so that's the thing. Like, even, like, hiring an assistant. Like, it doesn't mean that I'm, like, some super rich, right. like, whatever. It's like, no. Like, if you hire an assistant for, you know, 15 a, hours a yeah. week, like, that's Yeah, exactly. Not I'm saying a few be, hours, like, a week. It yeah. even You'd be, like, 10 for yeah, the first month or absolutely. something. Um, just being able to do that is a big deal. And if you sell products and, and you are wasting your time packaging and shipping, you need to hire somebody to come in your house and sit with you for a couple hours a week to help you ship and package things so you can be creating better products or more products and responding to customers because you should not be wasting your time packaging stuff to ship out. Like, that's not, like, ugh, I can't even talk about it because I don't sell that many cards or prints a week, so I don't have that problem. But if I have that problem, I already know. Like, I'm hiring someone immediately to come do that because that is the least favorite part of yeah. my job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so why should businesses embrace evolving? Because it's change i know change is scary you guys we're not you know we're not big change people but i actually i love the idea of our business like i we've already like i said we start talking about what we want to do and what i want to do and what um you know studio 404 is going to be and um knowing that it doesn't have to be what it is right now that's, that's exciting yeah. like mm -hmm. it could be something completely different i think a lot of people need to embrace the unknown and embrace the weird and get get crazy yeah. <laughs> do strange things like i think that's the thing that you know i know people are they're not huge fans of change as as a whole most people are not um but the thing is is that in life we're constantly evolving you're evolving as a person uh, humans are evolving, right. the world is evolving. Um, and so why shouldn't your business also be evolving? Uh, and like you said, like just because where you're at now, that doesn't mean that that's going to be where you're always at for, for multiple reasons. Maybe you love where you're at and that's great, but if your life changes, if you get married, if you move, if you have a kid, um, if you get divorced, just, if, yeah, if like you, bad things if too, you like divorced, if you're yeah, a parent, you get sick, there's so many different aspects to life changing. And so it's like, you need to be prepared for your life to evolve and for your business to evolve. And I think that, I don't want to say like the more money you can make the better, but I, I will say that we live in the world that we live yeah. in and, and you need money to survive. And it's not even more money. It's the smarter you are with your money. Yes, if you're right? smart, like, of course you're going to make more money, but if you're smart with that money and you're saving and you're having your fake 401k when you're say, up for like, yourself, that's, that's the thing. Creating like, these nest eggs. You're able to be, you know, to put money aside and to have money, you know, in case an emergency happens, it's like that's the position that you want to be able to put yourself in to take care of yourself, to be able to have side money for fun, for health, for all those emergencies. And there's no reason that you can't do that through your business. And I think a lot of people think that uh, the only way to really be a business, especially if you're like a creative or an artist, is like, oh, I'm a starving artist and that's the only option. It's not the only option. There's definitely. You don't have to starve. Yeah, you do not need to starve. There are keys and tools out there to help you succeed and, and to evolve to that level that you want to be on wherever it is that you are comfortable um and then also in addition to like the whole money thing it's like evolving your services evolving right. what you offer it's like there's no limit to like what evolving means per se so it's like for me you know the the natural evolution was i owned a business for many many years it 
went really well. And I decided that I loved working with other business owners. And so now I help them um, kind of cut out some of the BS that I had to go through to get right. where I am. And so I've had that firsthand experience and that's what I'm now giving to them. And, and I love to do that. So maybe your business might evolve in a way where you kind of do something different uh, or offer different services. And don't be afraid to embrace that. Like that change is definitely good. I agree. So um, be sure to keep up with us on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts on experiencing growth and evolution in your own businesses. And you can find us at Twitter um, at Heart Hustle Pod. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Heart Hustle Podcast. And don't forget to use the hashtag Boss So Hard throughout the, to, throughout the week. Um, and just like show us what you're up to, how you're dreaming big, working hard, and smashing all those goals. Awesome. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.